Hey, it's Jeff McNichol down here at Mom's Music, 1900 Melwood Avenue. I was just thinking, when I was a kid, the magic was at Frankfurt Avenue, the Mom's Music at Frankfurt Avenue, and I used to beg people to get a ride down there just to hang out with the guys and see all the cool gear. Now that I'm the owner of this store, it's like a dream come true. We're recreating the magic with the vibe that we used to have at the old store. We're carrying all the gear that you're going to possibly want. We're giving you the outstanding service and personal attention that you deserve. Yeah, so we've got the great guitar shop here. We're carrying USA Fender, USA Gibson, Paul Reed Smith, Gretsch, Jackson, Charvel, anything you could possibly want. We're going to have it for you. Mom's is and always will be Louisville's music store. Thank you for tuning in to The Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson, and I am your host. The premise of the show is pretty simple. Awesome interviews and awesome music. If you want to contact me, hit me up at MetalForgeRadio at gmail.com or visit the website, MetalForgeRadio.com. And now, let's get this show on the road. What's going on, you metalheads? It's Friday, February 5th, and you're listening to The Metal Forge. And I'm your host, Mark Jackson. Holy shit can't believe it's already february of the new year man time is fucking flying i wow wow fucking wow anyway i have night demon on the show today and it's really cool because i got the guys on hold right now we were doing a little bit of preface work here about just talking about just goofy shit about hey how you been you, you know all this shit right and i didn't realize that this is a little bit of a different thing for the metal forge because they're kind of strung out all over the world so before we get into that, though, this Sunday is the big game because nobody can say the SB words on their shit because they'll get sued by the NFL. So Metallica is at it again this year. The last few years, they've played shows like the Saturday night before. For like the last like eight or ten years, they've really been trying to get to do the halftime show. They're not being accepted to the halftime show because... The halftime show is staged. It's lip sunk. It's pantomimed playing. Nobody plays live. Don't care who you are. It wasn't Prince, The Who, Red Hot Chili Peppers, not Beyonce. None of those people, Katy Perry, none of them have played live. So they've done this thing where they've been coy about it and they're like playing the show too big for halftime, like on the Saturday night before and they're in like a neighboring city. Uh, they've done that a few years in a row. Well, this Sunday, they're actually playing live on television for Stephen Colbert on his post-big game show. So check it out. I'm sure I'll stay up late that night anyways, because it always seems like I am. But anyways, enough of that shit. So record store news. The Better Days deal is fucking awesome. Because if you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, or you're passing through the Louisville, Kentucky area, come check out the metal section, where I'm actually putting a lot of uh, awesome... Uh, 7 and 12 inch vinyl in there we do have CDs as well but new vinyl that's going to be coming in is like Bats Ecstasy Blood Feast, Death Hammer Bewitcher, some Haunt stuff Savage Master, Sax Sins of the Dam, Speedclaw, Strife Sacred Reich, all these fucking cool ass bands, Soul Grinder 
Black Knife and Ritual Moon, the seven inch split, artwork for the blind. A few of those bands have been on the Metal Forge before, and I am so excited to get actual vinyl back into the hands of the fans because the brick and mortar thing is not dead. You know, we all are in a digital world now where, you know, you listen to podcasts and you watch YouTube and so on and so forth. But there, let me, let me say to the, like the younger people out there who did not get a chance to really live through like the actual record store stuff, you know, they have just bought their stuff digitally or in a used store. There is nothing greater than going to a store and picking up a vinyl copy of a fucking band that you are so interested in and seeing intricacies of the artwork and just being like, holy shit, this is awesome. And you catch these like little details on there. So if you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, if you live here, if you are passing through on vacation or whatever, stop in at Better Days Records on 921 Barrett Avenue. You know, they're open from 11 to 7, Monday through Saturday, and 12 to 6 on Sundays. Check them out. Check out the metal and everything else that's in the store as well. There's a huge selection of things. They even have some uh, action figures and shit like that too. DVDs, etc. And also thank you to the Patreon subscribers and the other sponsors, Maxwell's House of Music, Mom's Music, Tattooed Charlie's, it's Wrestling Steve's show, and check out his show this week because it was uh, the Royal Rumble 92 edition. It's a watch-along. Super fucking cool shit on there. Uh, and the Kentucky Hot Brown Pedal Boards page. So, who wants to hear some Night Demon? I know I sure as shit do. Like I said, I'm going to keep this short and sweet today because I, I got a feeling we're going to go along on our interview because these guys are super fucking cool. This is one of the five singles from Night Demon last year. This is Are You Out There? Let's hit it. <laughs>
All right, Metalheads, what's going on today? I am being joined on the line with the gentleman in Night Demon, stretched all around the world with us today. We got uh, Jarvis. Whoa. Hey, we got Jarvis, who's in Northern Ireland. We've got Dustin in Pennsylvania and Armand in California. This yep. is kind of a... What up, Mark? What's going on? Dude, this is kind of a cool thing. This, You know... We've had some stretches here, but I think with multiple members, this is the longest stretch we've had of like like you guys being spread out. That's pretty good. That's that's a pretty decent. Thank God for technology, right? Right, right, that right. What we said earlier. <laughs> Definitely. And I'm yeah. pretty sure this is the the longest we've actually been away from each other at one stretch. You know what I mean? Definitely. Since uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Somebody was just asking me that the other day. They're like, dude. So this is like probably the first time you guys have been away from each other for this long. Like, fuck, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's our you know, first long yeah. distance relationship together. It's you know? right, right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we did we didn't meet on the internet, so that's good. No. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> we're, we're the Tinder Tinder band. <laughs> well, you've all been around for, around each other for so long at this point. It, yeah. It's like you all probably kind of wanted a little bit of a break too i think it's great you know they're you know you got to recharge the batteries and you know if you're burned out it shows you know just watch some kind of monster um so you know if we can avoid Jeez, that, man, we that bad <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just know, saying but, i'm just saying yeah. like as hard as we hit it in the last like yeah. six years yeah. you know I, i'm sure that people have actually probably talked about it in the past they're like dude as much as night demon tours how the heck are they going to be able to keep doing that you know so i think um even at this point having this little bit of a break is perfect for us and the fans because it gives them a chance to actually miss us instead of us just playing all the time. Definitely. And, you know, going into, you know, the wrestling thing here, Jim Ross would always tell the talent, you know, how can I miss you if you don't go away? Right. And I get right. that yeah. because burnout is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is. yeah. So and then you yeah. become burnouts. <laughs> yeah. And then you become burnouts. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's much like in the wrestling world. You know? Yeah, I'm yeah. just a used up old piece of meat. Oh yeah, oh. best quote. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So the band originally started in 2011. You went through some lineup changes. You've released a couple of full lengths, and it looks like here you released just here recently an entrance single with Uli John Roth. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome because that's just like you know you guys have been hitting it like for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Be ten years this year, I guess technically since the band got together. We really didn't start until 2013. Is when like we we was when we released our first EP and started to play some you know some more gigs, and that's when Dusty got in the band. And um, that's that's kind of when it started, I guess. But I guess technically, if you're going to go technically, yeah, 2011. Metallica does that. Maiden does that. They always, they, you know, put their anniversary. Like, Maiden put out that, I think, in 1988. Like, it was like the first 12 years video. It's like 12 years, you know? Right. Like, But I guess, yeah. Or I Metallica, think- you know, October 81. <laughs> as long as the band but, but name's it, there, the band's inception. Yeah, the first, the first night demon, the first night. Yeah, the first, first night, right, um, first night demon, first trip. <laughs> I know, I know, my uh, band does that too. So, <laughs> but it's like yeah. you always want to. It's always better to like. It's kind of. I think when you're an older band, it's like you want to say like, "Oh yeah, four decades," you know. But like, or Judas Priest, like fifty years. But when you're like at our stage, you want to say like. You don't want to say 10 right now. You want to be like, oh, it really is eight. You yeah, know, it's like, because right. you always want to be like, 
oh, you know, you want to do more thing. Not that we, you know, we've done a lot, but but I've you know, I've went you know along I mean? the I've went along the line of going like uh, instead of in, in announcing like a a ten year anniversary, we did a thirteen year anniversary. Isn't that bad luck? Thirteen? Nah. Our, I guess it depends how you look at it. Some people think it depends on luck. where you are. Yeah, it's but no, we're gonna have like an asterisk. We're gonna have an asterisk next to it like uh it's like uh there was like one pandemic year in that first 10 years you know like here's like, like, yes, yeah, yes. No. That, yeah yeah like no when you boy. like when girls like lose their virginity like in high school like oh he was that didn't count like he was a dick <laughs> you know <laughs> like, yeah, like no, i he wasn't was even dick. awake for that one oh my gosh <laughs> That's bad. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, you know, if you're going to go metal. there, man, that's what yeah. happens. Believe it, that. It, it's metal, right? <laughs> I mean, how, no. how has the pandemic affected you guys with being able to get together? Obviously, has been an issue with writing and recording. Well, if I if we didn't, you know, all not, not necessarily jump ship, but you know, I, I we are obviously not with each other right now. But well, take I it think, back, though. Take it back. Yeah, we were. Though, you know, if yeah, take it back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were busy for sure. You know. But in 2020, right? We were around we, each other. We put yeah, out we recorded. Around. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. but we no, the thing was, know, I mean, have we the opportunity. Never really thought. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> well, basically, what uh, we're saying was, is, uh, we're, we're saying is like now, you know, when the pandemic happened, we were we were still like full on a band that was like yeah. on tour all the time, right? So we came home. We we're getting ready to tour again. We were writing this new record and recording it. And, you know, we released five singles last year. Like we were, we were recording these songs. When the pandemic happened, we had never, we had like not, we didn't need to distance ourselves from each other. We were around each other all the time. Right. So right. actually yeah. it gave us yeah. more time together at home, not touring to be able to write the songs that we needed to write and record them. So that, that happened. The reason I think why we're, spread apart now is because it's like uh, we have plans to tour but we just don't know when that's going to happen so it keeps getting pushed back so it's kind of open-ended totally and our obligations for this next record are pretty much done for the reasons that we would need to be together as as a whole you know so it's kind of right i guess it's kind of uh no i don't wouldn't say any of us are, to, are on vacation <laughs> but but we're just kind of mm -hmm. working remotely from other places and recharging it up a little bit well when we so. when we were all together doing doing the work for the stuff we didn't like think of it as like this could derail us like you said you know time went on and we have the resources to be able to continue making new music and to do things you know but we can get in there and make music anytime we want you know we have the ability to do that we're set up for that it's not like we got kicked out of our rehearsal space because right. of covid you right. know it's like we we built our house we built our area and our spaces and where we are productive so to have the opportunity right now to kind of have the work done but be able to all individually recharge our batteries and then come back together we're going to be a better band i mean there's no way a fan's not going to come and see us and say these guys haven't improved since last time i saw them definitely it seems like that thing has happened where so many bands today have capability to not be around each other and record just as if they went to a studio. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we would do that. I don't think we would do that just because we were we've we've always been a real band in that sense. Right. Like we I don't think we would make a record like that. There are bands that do that, tons of bands, right. but they've never, like, they've started like that kind of too, you know? And it's they like, also probably haven't played as many shows as we have together. <laughs> right, right. No. I mean, there's going to be some bands that come back after this and tour, and it'll be, it'll, 
be noticeable the last time they played. I mean, we haven't played together in a while. So, but I, I know that before we hit it again, I'm sure we'll, you know, but, we'll but get some rehearsals and it'll, a, it'll come back. But you all still right. had the time to play together up until these last couple, couple of months that you had been. Yeah, over, over 600 shows in the last five years. So, wow. That's you know, awesome. And count and take one year off of that, actually, because we, we played one last year, you know. So Yeah, that's that's the that's the That's the asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes into writing, how do you all do that? Do, does one of you come in with just a bunch of riffs or do you all get together? Do you, how does that work? It depends, you know. It someone will have an idea and we'll vamp on that, or we just get in the room and just, just sometimes just shit just comes out of the air, you know, and a riff or like a little tiny idea, and then it just when we're together. But it's rare that like somebody comes in with something fully done. Where it's right. like, hey, this is the way it's gonna be. Right. I mean, yeah, there's been stuff that's been close to that, but it always goes through the fucking machine, and the, you know, we churn it, and everybody throws their ideas out back and forth, whether they stick or not. And a lot of times you come back around to your original idea, and you're like well fuck it was already good but at least going through all the motions and trying it again trying all these things it's 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 a good exercise right so it's and, pretty collaborative and you, know? you have the chance to making it better yeah for sure Definitely. and yeah. then being over here at our complex with the my studio next door to the rehearsal room it's fucking awesome because we can come over here and record and get good tracks and go back and forth and you know jarvis yeah. can work on vocals on his own then he'll come over here and we'll all listen and be like well why don't you do this or let's do this or hey what do you think of this idea Lyrically, I mean, he writes all the lyrics, but you know, we all have a little bit of say here and there. He, he well, appreciates we wrote, that. We wrote Mysterio yeah. together, yeah. as far as yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan. No, I'm totally, I'm open to that. Um, yeah. you know, like I think, like the more the old, at least for me, like the older I get, and the more that I, more music I've done in my life, I'm always, I think, well, for all of us too, we're always trying to like just write something that's really interesting to us, like something new or something that like is more crazy or off the charts or some shit. But lately, I've just found that like just writing dumbass riff like just basic elementary shit like once you really get together and start playing it then it evolves and it's like you know you could come in with a terrible idea and really it, it, you can make it good yeah, over time it's, it's all like, about the it's about yeah. the pushes and the accents you know yeah you know, like, yeah priest like, like, and maiden I, it the dynamic yeah, like, of getting, things for sure yeah like in the last few years i get pretty bummed because like the initial idea is it's just blowing me away but once you start working on it it's like oh, okay you can make something and it's all got to start somewhere you know well, like you just want to pick up your guitar better. you'll play something you'll be like ah i don't like this but i'll be like wait a minute that's actually cool or i'll be like mm -hmm. ah, i don't like this and you'll be like well wait a minute no there's something to that you know you got to have that other person to like bounce it off of sometimes because, you know, you might throw something away that might, you know, wouldn't have banged us together. It might actually turn into something awesome. So it's just like, ah, eh, just throw it all out there, you know? And yeah, I'm kind of over, like, people, like, writing songs on their own. Honestly, like, you right. can tell after a certain time. Like, there's a lot of people, you know, in our genre especially. Like, you could tell. It's like, I mean, it's cool. Like, a lot of them have a great style and they have their own style. But it's like, man, they could really benefit at a certain point on record number five or six, you know, like to just fucking right. play with somebody, man, you know, like definitely. <laughs> hey, I always think yeah. that it comes down to two people in the band. Usually I know everybody contributes their parts, but there always seems like there's two driving forces of a band, Gene and Paul. What am I over here? Just chop fucking liver? Or no, what? no, 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 it's no, you're the driving I'm force, kidding. dude. Not, I'm kidding. You're, I'm kidding. you're the rhythm section, man. You, <laughs> you're getting it going. Well, and you got to be the guy yeah, that nah. that doesn't have that understanding of guitar riff 
or right. whatever that we do that you can think differently than we would. Right. We're I'm thinking like, of oh, like, that sounds weird. Or like, why is that? Why is that? Yeah, weird? That's just like, you know, we all contribute, you know, we all, we all bounce off of each other and like, you know, they have good drummer ears. And then like, I just have a different kind of thing that I'm like, Oh wait, that's like a system of a down riff. And they're no, like, really? You're the guy who would know that. You know, or something. You know what I mean? You know what? That's yeah. funny. Yes. It's, it's those two in the band. It's those two that, that make that band up and on his shirt there yeah. that he's showing me. It's a uh, James and Lars. For the, like, it's, it's hilarious. Like how that works. But I think like with our band, you know, we just share everything, you know? Right. And like, it's kind of like it's just better that almost way. Like everything. It just, well, I mean, as far as songwriting <laughs> and publishing goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as far as song- <laughs> but like we have past we have we have past members too, you know, that like we we had that agreement with, and like it kind of sucks because like they don't give a shit. Like they're not grateful for it. Like they're they're basically still getting paid like more than they ever deserved, and they kind of just bailed on the ship. You know, I mean, right. we're in a much better place now. We're in a much better place now, but it's like, I, I kind of like, in hindsight, I guess when you're, if you have to deal with that, it's just sore later on when you have to fucking, you know, you got, you got to cut that check for somebody that's like, uh, well, you know, it's like child support. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's, not your kid, Eddie. it's not your kid, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, but that's, you know, but you got to yeah. consider the source. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, I'm just saying it's, it's usually, it usually is the right thing to do for us. It's been great for us. It's been the right thing to do. And like, well, there's you know, just no arguments about it. You know, it's right. just like, Hey, no. fucking done. Right. It's like the last yeah. thing you need to worry about, you know, and I think, like, taking, the, you know, the, yeah. the band works better together knowing that it's equal. Cause then you put equal work in and not that you put equal yeah. work into it, but I'm just saying like, as far as everybody has their say initially, like, Look what happened when they like let Kirk start writing freaking lyrics on Saint Anger. It was a disaster, <laughs> you know. And it's like right. at, at that point they're like, but he. But they also wouldn't let him play a guitar solo on it, which is lame. Yeah. Right. Right. He's, so I mean, there's it, like that threshold of control a that it, it dates it to right now. <laughs> exactly. <No. Yeah. laughs> Except yeah. everything has a Wawa yeah. pedal on it, and that's really yeah. dated. <laughs> right. Uh, All right. Let's stop. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Everything got this dollar sticker. I got this dollar sticker. <laughs> Anybody? Oh, yes. my gosh. Oh, yes. <laughs> Get that. See, we, can, we can say whatever we want, but there's always a Metallica thing sitting in our hand. No right. matter yeah. where we're at, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, much, much respect to those guys, you know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's all good. But just like they said, like, you know, like, yeah, I write the lyrics, but only because, like, I'm the singer and it just comes down to it. I'd be open to anything. Like, you know, there's no egos in the band as far as the writing goes. We don't argue about parts. If we feel strongly about something, we'll say it. But we always hear what the other guy has to say or want to play. And, like, it's just much better that way, man. You can't, I, you know, these guys that just, they're my lyrics, man. They're my soul. They're my, you know, it's like, it's like, I've been in bands with guys like that. It's frustrating, man. Very much. It's like, come on, man. Just don't take yourself so seriously in that aspect, you know. Oh, absolutely. So. I don't get that because you have to detach from it at some point. You know, I sing some, some shit that, you know, is, is personal to me, but you know, at the end of the day, my guitar player and my drummer sit there and be like, eh, maybe you shouldn't say it that way. I'm like, eh, you're probably right. So yeah, right, right. I, I get that. And which is awesome because, Hey, speaking of which hail to the three piece, I expand <laughs> myself, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. I, Dude, I always, it's much, it's much easier. It really is. It's crazy. Like, 
how much easier it is. Like, it really is. Like, just you, you think like uh, even like a lot of great bands, four or five guys, but even with four, man, it's I don't a pain even in know. The ass. Even wrangling this together, you know, like it just, I don't know. It'd be weird. It'd be weird now if we did it. I think. Don't you guys think? Yeah. For It'd sure. Weird, no, huh? we've talked be... about it. We've talked about it. And it's yeah, like, look, yeah. first of all, there's no room on stage for another guy because we <laughs> fucking run all over the place. So where are they going to sit? You know, right, like, right. there's no room for them in the travel in the fucking van or whatever yes. either. You know, <laughs> I'd rather have an extra crew guy. Or yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Come on, something popped up. Yeah, here. Armo, you just said it amazingly it's the travel at this point and i've always been like that guy who said okay got a three-piece band i want everybody to be able to fucking travel together (laughs) with the gear and all of us in a van and we don't have to worry about everything like these five trying to fit five people with gear in a van so yeah travel definitely makes a huge difference well and then you need a you know you're gonna have a merch person or something so that's six Maybe a stage guy seven. Holy shit, you know, before you know it, it's like 10 Nobody people. ever invites you over to their house after the gig with that many people. And I think it's more interesting, too, though, like with the personalities of the band, right? Like as far as with the fans and stuff like that, you know? Because it's, unless you're yeah. Kiss, unless you're Kiss where you have like, you're, oh, that's that guy. He's the cat, you know, right? Like even with the Beatles, it was always like there was one sorry guy. You know, <laughs> or like there was one, there was or like right. there was one lesser known, there was one lesser known guy or something, you know, like even, or like that movie, that thing you do, like there was the bass player, yeah. you know, like, it's like, he didn't even have a name. They gave him the, he was the bass player. Like, fuck dude. You know, I don't know. It's just like, yeah. Well, yeah. And know, it challenges you to write stuff. I think in a different way. I mean, oh. talk about musically, you know, so, I mean, we have to do things and we do things together with the bass and the guitar that you wouldn't need to do or think about doing if you had a second guitar player, you know? Right. Or a keyboard player or whatever, you know what I mean? Don't so, tell him he's going to steal our ideas. <laughs> yeah. no, I didn't no, say no. what we do. <laughs> right. What. You know, you, you also mentioned code, man. You mentioned a second yeah. ago about the, uh, you know, having to bring a merch person. I think the funniest experience I've ever had with a merch person was when uh, we opened for DRI and, and Kurt was their merch person. <laughs> Yeah, their singer. Yeah, yeah. Dude, but I mean, honestly, oh, I'm well. thinking about I'm thinking about starting to do it for us. I mean, dude, we are. Yeah, they, we yeah. sell way more. You know, like people want to come and talk to you. Like, yeah. if we could have somebody set it up, you know, we could sell it. Oh, absolutely, you know? I get it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's you know? the thing. We need to get someone to do the grunt work. I'll go <laughs> yeah. back there and sit there and sell it all day long. No problem. Pop his hands. I'm good. Yeah. But, yeah. No, yeah, it'll so be see, cool. You know, hey, man, we'll yeah. work hard on stage and shit, you know? Fuck, it's yeah. enough. We, you know, we load a lot of, we have to help load our gear and all that shit. And then it's like, fuck, we got all these boxes to lug around to. Oh, like, yeah. Damn, you know? Boxes of merch. You know boxes it is. of just general shit. All right, guys, we're going to take a real quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some more about uh, your all's process here at the Metal Forge with Night Demon. Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. 
Hey, it's Mark Maxwell at Maxwell's House of Music. Listen, all this stuff is now available to purchase on our website. Check it out at maxwellshouseofmusic.com. We carry all the top brands, like Fender. We got Gibson. We also have basses. We've got ukuleles. We've got drums. We've got sound gear. We've got keyboards. So you've released the five singles last year in in the pandemic era for Night Demon, and you're recording the the new full length. So are we going to be getting that in 2021? That's the plan. Yeah, we're you know we're supposed to tour. We're we're trying to put it out at the time that we could tour. We we experimented and putting stuff out when the band's not on the road and it, it was successful with those singles, but I don't see it being successful right now at this moment in time. I see a lot of stuff coming out right now. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know if it's just me, but people are just not excited about shit right now. It's just it's kind of like, I don't, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, you know, like something comes out. It's like, okay. Like, it feels like things die out really quickly right now. And- yeah, you're, you're old news very fast, you know. You, you yeah. put a full length out. You know, somebody blazes through the 10 tracks or however many tracks you have. You know, they might listen to it again and again. But, you know, you listen to it three, four, five times in that week. What happens then? You know, if it's not an instant classic and it doesn't, you know, resonate that way for the listener, you're going to f- kind of forget about the record coming out. That's what tour support's all about. Like, Yeah, but I feel, I feel like bands that like put out a full-length record recently, like when they do go tour again, which is probably going to be at the end of this year or next year, right? We're still looking at that. It's going to be, I think, like, it's just kind of weird, right? Like, you just have, it just feels like old material that you're going to support, you know? And it's not just the album, you know, like, yeah, you can just buy the record and listen to that, but people like our fans and stuff, they buy the record, but they want to, then it's like, go see it live, right. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a pan in hand thing. So if I think if we were to put something out and then not tour for like another year, it's like, I mean, fuck, you know? Maybe I don't think it would benefit that, us as you well, know, you know? Fire or I don't know, yeah. Definitely. You want to sell the record at shows too, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. You want to exactly. sell the record at shows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of bands that are doing albums and such, and they have a great band camp turnover for that. You know, they they sell a thousand or 15 or however many, you know, independent bands selling 2000 copies of something on Bandcamp. But the, the, the fall of that is, is again, like, like you were saying, you're not going to get a chance to really play it live unless you do a live stream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the live stream though, is like, it's a bad representation of what we do, you know? And it's, we're also playing into the like, okay, this is an okay thing. And then there's another, I mean, there's always things that could go wrong with it. And the other thing is like, ticketing it like nobody it's not it's not financially viable to do it. it's not you got to do it for free basically giving it away right and then it's not exciting i don't know it's just like yeah there's you put like a paypal link and maybe you can't yeah whatever though you can't right. replace you can't replace the real thing no so, you really unless you're kids and you can go to dubai and use a million dollars with a pyro for a show <laughs> on the fucking computer <laughs> yeah right did uh, you guys watch that no i did well, not yeah. no the new oh, year's yeah. eve the kiss uh, thing, the nah, Eve I, thing. Heard about, I heard about it. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You know, had they actually, uh, they could have done that in front of people had they had the foresight to think that they could have went to Australia and done it. They just had to get into the country a month before the show. But if they did that, they would have, they would have had to play Shandy. I was just, gonna, because, I was just thinking that. Yeah, right. Because that's, I mean, 
and that, that's I think their jam out there. there. They yeah, did yeah. Australia though with the symphony. They did that of like what? Did they play Shandy? Something they like had that. It, right? Yes, Shandy. they did. What? Yeah. What's the they other did. hit they had out there? I was made for loving you, or what? They another. They had another big hit out there. Um, it was Shandy. Same album, and, I think. Can, Unmasked that era. Uh, or yeah. Dynasty what else? Or, yeah. No. Um, unmasked. What you know, fuck? I've only God seen I've only seen them one time, and it was in 2019. I, I, I get the cover band then, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, come on. I know the two guys are there, but man, you know, and Eric Singer has been in the band a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's and, true. Well, and Tommy Thayer and has way been too. Drummer. But the thing that gets yeah. me about it is like I really wish they would do things other than classic, like six albums worth of material. I would. Love well, I mean, they were plus. I, I saw them. They were throwing some stuff in there yeah like, i thought they do everything you know? now yeah look it up. Mm-hmm. i mean not when yeah. i saw them they didn't um uh, really i mean yeah they would do something like heavens on fire or something like yeah that. yeah but, yeah but like you know i would just like to see this is the guilty pleasure song for me with kiss is uh let's put the x in sex God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but dude that's like the thing that if you got such a big discography it's oh, yeah. so hard there's only so many songs you can play in a night and like you gotta play the hits it's it's a tough it's a tough one but no i'm with you like that like with it, if you listen to a band for long enough like even the the best you know like you know the, the classic era of the band that's so good but then it's kind of like You've heard those songs so much, then you start going to the albums that you hated when they came out because they they suck. But now you're like, hey, these are kind of good now, right? Uh, okay, uh, uh, I don't know. No, I tried that. I tried that. I tried it. I tried it. I've always Animalized never worked for nobody you know, that, that saw that. Stuff. Nobody got to see. That. I tried the other one. Too. <laughs> the I tried the other one too recently with with the guy with the album that they did with the legendary guy. I'm not saying names. But but yeah, I I can't do it. I can't do it. That that album reminds me of bad poetry over jam space sessions. Yeah, it sounds like uh, it sounds like you're you're in a you're in like a rehearsal space and you're sitting you're standing in the hallway and listening to two bands like <laughs> like you, you know what I'm saying like like you, one ear is the practice space and the other ear is the practice space. Please edit this out. Well, please edit this out. But like, I, so yeah, <laughs> I get it a hundred percent. But no, I was thinking more along the lines of like. You know, if I saw Metallica, like I'd like to hear, Dire you know, Steve. like it, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I would, I, I wouldn't mind hearing like uh, until it sleeps or something, like fuck it, or like, or like Fixer, or like, or like a uh, bleeding, bleeding me or something, you know, well, like they, instead of they instead still of play one, bleeding, like I don't need to, I can hear them play one again, you know, it's right. like it, yeah. it'd just be cool, like, like some of that stuff. But not, you know, not all of it. But exactly. Like, think, let me just say this real quick because we love Metallica so much, and all these and Kiss. And here's the thing: it's like it's you criticize the bands because they're just so important, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. so they're, it's just so that's much. it. They're so important because you love that, what they do. Yeah, that you're open to. That, I mean, there has it's to personal, be some you know? of that. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. It's personal. Yeah. It's not fair to them as people at all. But like, <laughs> but, but, that's you know, what that. it is, man. When you sign up for this fucking gig, yeah, you know, yeah, that's what happens, yeah. you know. Right, 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 right. Looking here on your Bandcamp page, it looks like uh, out of the 
the stuff that's been released in 2020, like Empire's Fall, Kill the Pain, Are You Out There, uh, Visteria, Entrance, you've got a different artist for, it looks like all of the covers. Is that right? No. no? Uh, the EP the EP we had a guy, Kane Shimmick, but the studio albums are the same. Curse of the Damned, okay. Darkness Remains, okay. Donnie Phillips. Yeah. Nice. So You're talking about the singles, though, right? Yeah. Talking about the, the singles. Sing- yeah. yeah. The, the singles, we had a different artist for each of the yeah. singles. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Different artist, different uh, engineer, different yeah. mixer, different, different mastering for yeah. every song, every one of the singles. Which is super cool because I don't think a lot of bands do that anymore. They get in the line with one or one or two people, everything starts to look the same. Then they don't change anything. It's just like the same idea over and over. Yeah. yeah and like, um, it was cool. You know, I think it was successful, but, uh, it's like, we're still, I don't know. I like when Armand records us. <laughs> We've learned the lesson of that. We know our band and we know how to handle it. And I know how to record it well. And it's, Look, it's cool. We, we got, there were some bucket list things, you know, especially for me. And, you know, we got to work with Steve Albini and record in his studio in Chicago. Fucking amazing, you know? Yeah. What are we Fleming doing? Rasmussen. Probably not. You know? Yeah, we recorded yeah, in Denmark with him. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Amazing. So re- you know? Yeah. But actually, I- out of anybody, I, I would, I'd be down to get back, go back and work with him, you know? Yeah. Cause that yeah. really was Fleming. Fleming and was I think the he fucking got it. shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fleming was cool. Yeah, I was looking at that, and it's just like some of these awesome places, you know, like working with Fleming Rasmussen on the uh, Kill the Pain single, and, yeah. you know, Steve Albini on the uh, Are You Out There? So, I mean, that's super cool shit, you know? These are these are people that have done some really awesome stuff. Yeah, they just did some Night Demon stuff. It's probably the, you know, the best stuff they've done in, the, in their later years. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. hey, in, that's 10 cool. years, in 10 years, in 10 years, someone will be asking them about this, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, man, even cool like, even story. right now, like, we're, even right now, we're running, we're going through, like, we're based, like, the label's basically having all these studio engineers and producers, like, do test mixes on this one song for us. And they're just coming back, like, like, lackluster to us. I know they're test mixes, but it's like, you know, if I wanted a job, I would make it sound great, you know? Like, <laughs> if this is what they want. If this is the way they think, it's just a difference of opinion for us. And it's like the, I feel the, the more modern the world gets, like, I don't think our ears are getting used to it for some reason. They're just not. And like, I just, I feel like Armand would do better, does a better job of mixing. I mean, he's got some raw tracks of our album that like, they're just kind of roughly mixed. And I think it sounds better than all this other stuff we're getting back, you know? I, I don't know. Well, know. and I think that's the part too, where it's like you you're the artist and you know what you want as an artist. Yeah, but like you give something to some like like if you want if you wanted to paint your house, you know, you'd be like, ah, oh, I know how I want it to look, and it's my house, and it's I bought it and I own it, and artistically, here's the color I want. And if I did it, I'd put a lot of time and care into it. But you're still gonna call yeah. the painters, and you're gonna call the pros. You're gonna go paint this fucking house orange, you know? Right. Like, and, 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 and then. If you go outside and it's purple, you're like, yeah. then you're the like, fuck? Well, you know, exactly. yeah. but even <laughs> yeah. that, that's the thing. Like, yeah, you do that when you don't really know, you know what I mean? That, that world, like we know this yeah. world. So it's almost, you know, yeah, there are guys that probably would blow. That's what we're trying. I think that's what we're trying to find is like, you can't find I want to hear something that I would have blown, blows me away that I, I don't want it to sound like it did already. You know what I mean? If you're going to do it, we're looking for something different or else it's just like, well, you know what? That's the way it needs to sound. It sounds the way it does because we recorded it that way and it's good already, you know? So let's just go with what we have or what we can do, you know, right. and try to fight and have to tell somebody a thousand times like, Hey, try this or do this 
or do that well we could just do it ourselves i guess you know definitely we'll see how we'll see how it turns out we're still hopeful i guess but right on you know so I, with the pandemic and everything i've incorporated over the last year kind of like a general profile question segment these are about you guys as people more than anything i just like to know what makes people tick who would be a dream musician you would want to either meet or work with yeah, go Dustin. <laughs> I, I'd I'd say John Bonham, just because I'd like to just get a drum lesson from the man. I just watched a show special last night uh, called Breaking the Band, and it was all about Led Zeppelin. Nice. And it's funny how the name of the show is. It's called Breaking the Band, but it's actually like the breakup of the band. So it's kind of a double meaning, which is kind of neat. But, you know, the fact that he was only 32 years old, trendsetter, went balls out, really changed the game as far as what, what modern drumming is today. I know that that's kind of like just based on like what, what I do in the band, but just to have that kind of energy and presence uh, around me would just be something I think would be really inspirational. Definitely. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I'm still kind of thinking about this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I would say probably, I don't know, Tom Kiefer. No, really? Uh, no, <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say, no. holy shit balls. <laughs> probably, uh, probably miss, miss Vinnie Vincent. Wow. Really? Uh, no, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, honestly, like I have this, I have this vision of us, of us being in this like dressing room in this arena, like waiting to go on stage and James Hetfield walks into the to dressing room and, and we're like, oh, oh, and he's like, Hey guys, thanks for being on the tour. Go kill it out there. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, cool. I fucking see that all, every fucking night. I fucking envision that, you know? I think we like, can all share that. Him walking in and being super cool and being like, dude, thank you guys for doing the tour. You guys rock if you need anything. Just and then we wouldn't let see us him know. at all. We wouldn't see him at all after the show. Nah, 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 Lars, nah. Lars would be hanging out with us and we'd be like, oh, pals with Lars for how sure. How did you guys fucking, how did you even <laughs> fucking get this tour? Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking he, I'm fucking calling Q Prime right now. What the fuck? You, you guys can't out fucking energize us. Jesus. I believe all the shit like you guys all the shit you guys have already done. <laughs> fucking like, we didn't even get to Mexico City till the fucking black album. We saw yeah, the Mark guys, Jackson yeah. interview you guys did. You're just bad mouthing us the whole time, bringing up Saint Anne. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I mean you yeah, I think Jarvis. like artistically, like fuck. I don't know, man. Like, I think it would have been amazing to, like, I don't know, let's, I'll go like Dusty did with somebody, like, in the past, you know, like, Phil Leonard or something, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Definitely. Sit down and write a song with him and then go to the fucking pub with him afterwards and see what we can get into, you know? It's like a <laughs> oh, go fucking wild that's, night. That's Armo in a nutshell right there. Are you describing yourself? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. I think I'd like to play with myself and then go get drunk. Kudos on both you and uh, Armo and Kudos really fast on both Jarvis and Armo because they really did sound like Lars to me. (laughs) I like (laughs) I legit lost my shit because he they both sounded just like him. We did a lot. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What album changed your life? Go for it, Uh, you guys. I'll say uh, Curse of the Damned, our our first full length. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean that it because that's what literally changed my life. Right. I mean, it was that's the moment where it was like, all right, let's go for broke, let's do this for real, full time. You know, that Definitely. was it. So, yeah, that's it. Open well, up and say, Justin Armo. 
I was gonna say my first my first one was gonna be look what the cat dragged in, not a show, say show, show. I had their I had their first one. Show. And I got it here with me. I gotta tilt it. Oh, I got the poison tap in there. So. <laughs> This is not so, the yeah. Air, right? I mean, I was uh, <laughs> I was into the uh, hair metal as a kid, but uh, you know, it's it's no mystery, you know, that poison changed my life as a kid. <laughs> you know, and, and, for good or for bad. But anyway, you know, they uh, they definitely got me started as a you know three year old, literally just shitting my diapers, thinking about rocking the world. Right on. Yeah, it was it was appetite for destruction for me, man. I was like seven years old. And my cousin gave me a tape when that came out. You know, I never heard anything like that. My parents weren't really didn't really listen to rock. It was just the radio shit, like pop at the time that I grew up. You know, so I know all the Michael Jackson and you know Madonna and all that shit, and Julio Iglesias and whatever. <laughs> and then I hear this shit. <laughs> fucking saying you know turn around bitch i got a use for you and fuck off and all this shit i'm seven i'm like what the fuck is this this is crazy you know and then it just opened up the floodgates from there and you know found all the bands after that so that for me for sure set it off did you have like the actual tape or was it just a copy of it it was the actual tape. It was black, okay, yeah. Too. I remember yeah, that. I yeah. that. And there I was know. side G and side R. Yeah, yeah and I then opening that. it up and seeing the, the original yeah, artwork. That's like, sold like, out. Whoa, that's dude. Like, you, yeah. i never seen I, anything like that, you know? Right, like, they, yeah, had, they, had, they released that originally with the actual artwork for the appetite, yeah. the one that was in the sleeve. Inside. Then they did the skull cross. Yeah, yeah that was the thing yeah. for me. When I was like in the third grade, a kid brought that to school. And when I saw the inside with the girl's tits, yeah, or, you know, yep. like the boob hanging out, like that's when I was like, "Whoa!" And her panties are you all know? down. Then there's like the crazy yeah, monster like, and the dude with the gun, like walking. You're like, "What the hell is?" But that, that album, it's like it was like the really good, it was like the still, porno yeah. version of Thundersteel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, that record sounds good. That record sounds great, and fucking, it's still fucking, it still sounds good. All the songs are good, you know. What food can you not stand? Cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy yeah. one for him. Yeah, cheese, yeah. cheese, cheese. Uh, uh, Shit, man. I'm pretty. I love everything, man. I'm a fucking pig ass motherfucker. <laughs> man, that is I, true, man. There really isn't anything that you don't eat, huh? There's no really restrictions. I'm getting, I'm getting way better, man. I'm eating a lot of more different stuff now that I never did. But can't, what food can I not stand, man? What was like something that we've had on the road that's just been soaked that wouldn't be? What we gotta have, had to have something, right? Yeah. At least, like, what was something that was just like. Fuck this. Like, we're not even eating. Oh, I don't know. I just remember on tour, like, you'd just be walking in. Like, Jarvis would walk in and, like, look at everything and just be like, the hell is that? And we're like, it's this. And he's like, nah, man. Nah, nah. Nah, uh, uh, I don't know. We, we nah, get I'm some good. weird, like, weird fish stuff in, like, Scandinavia, you Scandinavia, know? Like, right. They do a lot of that, like, raw kind of, or, like, I don't even know, fish and oil, and it's real stinky, and, like, you know. Yeah. Or, like, uh, oh, when we used to play in squats, they have, like, really, really stale bread that they get out of, like, trash cans that breakers would throw away and shit. And, like, we'd be like, what the fuck? Because you could tell, because the shit is, like, rock hard. And if you manage to get a bite into it, it would just crumble and disintegrate, like, it, it, like it would be an all vegan like menu, just be all vegan menu, but this bread is like days yeah, old, and you're like, yeah. well, at least it's at least it's a vegan meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vegan, uh, yeah, it's vegan. But I don't know. There's like, yeah, a lot of any like, uh, we've got some Filipino friends, and I've never been able to get into that food. There's like a couple things that I like, but most of it's just like 
it's too too out there for me, you know. Right. So okay, all right. I'm going to take a real quick break. We're going to come back with some more Night Demon here on the Metal Forge. Hey guys, Wrestling Steve of the Wrestling Steve Show here. Uh, so if you're currently listening to the Metal Forge with Mark Jackson, then you understand that Mark Jackson has a pretty discerning taste when it comes to music as a whole. You'll also understand that he has a discerning taste for professional wrestling, just like me. The, my show is called The Wrestling Steve Show. Uh, I talk about modern and classic pro wrestling in a completely unbiased, unfiltered way. Be sure to check me out on all available podcasting platforms. That is The Wrestling Steve Show, and I am the host, Wrestling Steve. Just remember, uh, like, like Confucius said, uh, man who goes through turnstile in Thailand uh, is going to Bangkok. Pro wrestling. What song or band do you never want to hear again? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty Yeah, there's a lot, actually. But if I had to pick one, really, if I had to pick one, it would be Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. Like, I just, anytime it's on the radio, like, I really will, or I'll leave the room. If it's, like, it just like really it's just one of those things i worked at guitar center for a long time too it's like you know oh, everybody plays yeah. it so i go I think, for uh man that's a pour some sugar on me even really? though even though i've had to play that song many fucking times yeah. so have you jarvis in a cover yeah. band that we've done before but it's yeah. different when you play it and you see what the chicks do when you play that song it's fine but I don't need yeah. to fucking hear that song ever again. <laughs> okay, I, I got one. I got one. It would be uh, I Can See for Miles by The Who. I think that's probably one of the worst songs ever. <laughs> yeah. It's like a total All freaking earworm. Get stuck song? in what are you talking about? It's fucking awesome. I know. I'm talking about what the earworm part of it is, where it's just the same freaking thing over. Yes, dude. No. And I don't no. like that. I don't like that. Like, what, immediate either. anger. Immediate anger yeah, just yeah. consumes me. Definitely. All right. It's like, All right. Do you believe cool. in the paranormal? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was just watching Absolutely. Ghost Hunters thing like right before this. So. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. What's the worst advice you've ever received? Get in the, the music fuck? business. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think ever, anybody ever anybody told ever me that. No, that you're right. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Everybody yeah. always told me not to do that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, worst advice I ever received was was you got to have a plan B. Right. Yeah. You know, quit your day job. Yes, dude. And I did that for years. I did that for years. And and I had a plan B that was always plan A. And so it always happened, dude. It always happened like that. It was like, oh, I worked so hard on plan B to be safe. And like that plan A never got got off the ground. That's one thing I think about our band that's different than a lot of bands. You know, it's like when we're in, we're in. This is this is what we do. You know, we're all in all the time. I mean, you look at the amount of shows we played, you can tell we don't really have a day job. We live on the road, yeah. you know, and we, that's how this band was brought up. And, you know, that was our goal from day one. So, well, I mean, our, know, our, our day jobs are kind of like they're still music shit, you know, I'm yeah. recording bands. Jarvis is managing bands. Dustin, when he's home, he's building drums, shit like that, you know, we're still, it's like the same thing, but just a different aspect of it. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, it's the being able to, do more things in in the one field, but we're not like we're not like held we're not like held down to it, and like it's never gonna it doesn't get in the, it doesn't come first or get in the way. All it really does is kind of help us with the band, you know. Honestly, like it really does. Like Armand records us, I get us more connections. Dustin makes his own drums. I mean, like whatever, you know. So it's like it's 
it just it it one hand washes the other, I guess you could say. But like right. uh, a lot of bands, I think they'll tell you that like, oh well, that's just not for everybody. That's not for us. That's not our goal, or that's not my dream, or I never wanted to do it full time. That's a fucking lie. It's bullshit. And it's a cop out. It's just. They just don't, they just don't have enough faith in themselves and they don't want to, they don't want to put the work in and that's okay. But they'll always tell you that. They'll always say like, oh, it's not for everybody or it's like, you know. Well, there's a ton of risk involved. Anybody can, anybody can do it. You know, anybody can do it. Right. Absolutely. Definitely. You got to be honest with yourself too and know that like that you have the guts or the, the, the will to do it and the, and you know, the talent or the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could think that and be in the worst band in the world and then it's still like not going to go anywhere but you got to be honest like if you know we know that we have a fucking great thing and we can totally do that you know we're gonna it's only gonna yeah get better but like how many better, bands have we you know? all been in before this we never gave up on this shit and that's what i'm saying it's like you gotta yeah. keep going well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah right and even now dude i'll even say this now mark like there's not like we're not <laughs> we're not we're not well off. We're still just kind of like, you know, getting by how we are. But the more we do this, man, you, you're, you look at the long term of it. Like if we, if we can, if we can stick around long enough, I see you, you look at how many bands today that are still around that like you would, you wouldn't think that a band like that could make a living and they do. Right. And then you, you start feeling better about yourself. You're like, Oh, okay. You know, no. like, those guys, no, you you're know, absolutely like, right. I mean, if those guys have new generations of fans. You're like, okay, you know. I take Motorhead for a, a great example. Of oh, that. yeah. You know, a band that had a pretty decent following in England, not so much in America, and then all of a sudden they kind of caught fire. But they were not playing arena shows; they were playing small theater, Never, yeah. small theaters. And well, the Ramones, dude, they Ramones toured in a van their entire career. Yeah, and you know, and <laughs> could and could still, you know play for 2,000, 3,000 people, that's still a comfortable living. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Motorhead, all... dude, Motorhead was playing for more people at the end of their career than they did than the they beginning. were the previous 20 years, or the yes. previous 20 years, yes. you know? Yes. Like, dude, yeah. Like, in the 2000s, mm. like, 2000, like, anywhere from, basically, from, like, probably 95 to 2010, they were probably doing, they you know, they were doing club they're shows. They are definitely doing under 1,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing club shows. Definitely. I think what, yeah. uh, when Cameron Webb came along to do their production, that's when they really changed. <laughs> that's funny. He just he just hit me up. Nice yesterday. Yeah, and he yeah, just we've kinda, been he's doing some mixing. Week. Yeah, our yeah. mom's been talking to him. Too. He's he's kind of working on some stuff with us. But cool. uh, who do yeah. you guys lean on outside of the band for an objective opinion? With a couple people, really. yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, do we name names or do we just say we have a couple people? Because <laughs> there, you know, there's people that we confide in. Well, I'd like to that know. Are part of our team. <laughs> you know, the yeah, people that are part of our team that are always there. Yeah, just like I don't know. I think. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, just to say, you know, do you lean on your significant other and say, "Hey, what do you think about this?" You know, is it something that's well, yeah, but, yeah, for sure, for sure, but not, but not like, yeah, for sure, but not like looking for like, no, no validation. I'm not, no, you know, it's, it's not, funny. Not musically, musically, yeah, musically, I don't think we do that with anybody. I think we get excited to play for some people on the team inside people, you know, right? On. But we're never like, hey, where do we go from here? I think if like you're talking about, right, like, right. I think if you're talking about like like artwork or just a general idea, like of of something, because we do all kinds of crazy shit yeah, outside of actually playing actual music you know just just uh 
things like that, then yeah, there's definitely people that, you know, at least I would say like, hey, like the what first do you person I thought of was like, you know, Kit is like the first person I thought of that's like the, you know, fourth member of the band that we can always like trust or lean on or value their opinion. You know, I think there's always people that are close to bands that help them with those kind of things. You know, you ask them like, what would you think if we did something like this? You know? Yeah. We're like, yeah, you the guy, I think. Yeah. Nesbitt, the guy who hosts our podcast, like we, you know, I run a lot. I, I, I let him in on everything as it's, as we're doing it, you know, but like he's, he loves the stuff and he's like, you want somebody who's like, who loves it to be, to be a part of it, you know, like to be along on the journey, you know? So, um, and he's going to be talking about it later on our podcast anyway. So nice. Well, it's like, you always have that buddy that you want to play stuff for and like, you know, and they'll kind of right. tell you what they really think, you know? Yeah. It's like, right. I remember the, the story when, when Dave Grohl did that metal album, supposedly yeah. like, Pro he with, yeah, I met up with his old buddy in Virginia and like, they, he just sat in his house together and he just like would sit there and play riffs and his buddy was just like drinking beer and like, he'd look over and be like, all right, that's a good one. Cool. I'll remember that one, you know, <laughs> like you were looking at him for like, all right, are these the right, you know, kind of songs to write? And, you know, right. so everybody has that kind of buddy, you know, that you can kind of show stuff to and they'll tell you, dude, fucking right on or eh, I don't know. But I think we don't, we don't really, man, we've worked on this shit so, so hard. And like, we go back and forth on stuff so much that I think by the time we get it out to want to show people, we're pretty sure it's already, it's good. It's man, what it know? needs to be. For sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll give a quick plug. Nightdemon.net slash subscriber. So we have a weekly podcast, the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast. It's a show that comes out every Friday. And we have a subscriber network where we have all the things that you're talking about. And every episode we cover a song, one of our songs or a record or a tour. And we have demos. We have riffs. We have never before seen photos. We tons of bonus content like it's every week we it's like an expanded edition that we're putting out online for our subscribers definitely and i was going to plug that here just shortly as well and, and as you said comes out every friday just like the metal form mm -hmm. there you go uh got a couple more questions what's your favorite word fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes oh man uh, um yes and the occasional no. <laughs> right on. Uh, Armand? Okay. You're, you're coming in slowly. I, said it slowly. Long. I don't know if you heard me. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, we had the same word. That's cool. Oh, it's too <laughs> fun. I had a Mars fuck. God damn it. I had a fuck. 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 <laughs> I'm going to edit he that out. He left the fucking band. He left the fucking <laughs> band. <laughs> well, oh, part shit. of that timeout. <laughs> don't you understand <laughs> uh, alright before we ask the last question here do you have any shout outs you want to give to anybody my mom she'll never hear this but <laughs> uh, nah Shout, shout out, out to my band, band, man. Shout hey. out to my band. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to, to us. Band. Shout out to Night Everybody Demon. out there to waiting, guys. For this, waiting for us to come back around. Fuck, man. Yeah. Cool. Shout out to all the cool bands that have taken us out on tour. Raven, Anvil, oh, Carcass, yeah. Except. Um, and shout out, shout out to um, the bands that will take us on tour. Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Metallica. Queen's right. It's gonna be awesome, man. Dancing. <laughs> yeah. Dancing. Dancing. Yeah. Uh when uh when Priest goes back on tour for the fifty years of metal tour, that'll ironically it'll it'll be their fifty fifth year. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fifty fifth year. And yeah. you know, I would say 
that's awesome. I'm on tour in their last year of touring. <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're supposed to support Ozzy uh, next in early 2022 in Europe for yep. No yep. More Tours here as well. Two, no More Tours really? Tours Two Part Four. So, <laughs> so they so they made up after the whole Sharon thing. Like they're cool with each other again. No, what? Priest, not Maiden. Oh, sorry, I thought you said Maiden. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, hell no, dude. No, <laughs> no that I think I think. I think Maiden's drawn twice as many people as Ozzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah very yeah. much. Yeah. And yeah. and links to get to any of Night Demon stuff is nightdemon.net. And from there, yeah, you can, everything's there. And you can get to everywhere. You can get to the discography, the store, the tour dates when there's going to be tour dates listed. Con- you can contact them through there as well, so on and so forth. And uh, as always, links are going to be in the description below. So, final question of the show is, what is your most unpopular music opinion? Most unpopular music <laughs> well, opinion. We, d- you already, we already know yours, dude. It's cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay quiet during this one. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I, honestly, it's not, it's probably not what you think, but like, because I do like, there's a lot of 80s hair metal that I like, like, you know, the, there's, there is, like, I, I know all of it too, you know, I mean, I don't prefer it, but like, there's a lot that I do that I do like, but that's I think there's something worse that you well, I think you have a worse unpopular opinion about. Well, the about thing us. is, is that <laughs> like I think that the thing that like is unpopular about it is like what also kind of brings the three of us together musically as it is. You know, we have our similar influences that we like, but we also go off on tangents on our own right. that we listen to just individually that we're not all tied into. You know, I think yeah, it's important, but, you know, to have that kind of thing, you know, kind of sets you up to be a different part of the band. So maybe the unpopular way, thing is on. what makes it cool. Hang on. I think that it's unpopular because in the music we play, in the style we play, it's more masculine and it's more of like, a, you know, hair metal is like it's a fashion show. It's not about, you know, right. And like, and, and the musical content too is the little water well, down. Right? It's, it's but, like the ultimate warrior. You're in Sweden. You know, it's a lot of right, neon right, colors. Right, it's right. big hair. It's <laughs> they love that shit up there. Music, yeah. you know, it's energy. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's the like music the too. But the metal. music too. But the music too, and the content generally about it, right? So Jeez. what? Yes, but what I'm saying is, hang on, let me finish. I don't think that that is your your most unpopular opinion on music. I think there's another genre of music that you really love that actually is way more pro <laughs> than what we play. <laughs> yeah. What is, is, that, is that my, is that the new metal that floats through? I think so. I think so. I think Yeah. 99 to 05 for sure. I think there may be some, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think uh, there may be some. Uh, okay. But listen, wearing, listen. Uh, okay. The <laughs> fact that I play drums in Night Demon, you can't say that the new metal drummers were shit because they weren't. They were all good players. The yeah, band might have not have been good. Sucked. Yeah, yeah. The drummers good, yeah. were amazing in new metal bands. They were. They pushed the envelope. They took it to another level. Though. They all kind of played the same thing. You know, right, like when like they do those that. robot moves and go. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All culture cool, like. Yeah. 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 All right, so we got a yeah. new metal fan. Yeah, I guess mine. Uh, God, I like some pretty not metal stuff but like i'm trying to think of what's actually bad that i like eddie money is one of my favorite like i know i've got i'm just everything by him you know he's good yeah yeah his band's really good too man uh 
But I don't know, man. There's got to be a rock set. I really like rock set a lot. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. The, the, so that's pretty unpopular opinion. But yeah. Armand, fuck, man. I don't know. Everything yeah, I like hard to say. Good, man. Armand's <laughs> always cool. He's always cool, man. He never listens to anything garbage. Right. Yeah, but it's like I think you're kind of looking for like like I think I heard something the other day like uh god who was it like you know it's like you said like oh i love baby metal you know or, or something like that you know it's like <laughs> i love baby uh, metal. maybe i don't know <laughs> i mean ah, oh, fuck uh, i love well i don't really care much anymore for them but i really loved pearl jam for a while i had a I fucking followed them around, you know, but hey, I grew up in the 90s, you know, right. I was 12 and 92, you know, so what the fuck? Of course, I like that shit. Besides yeah, but I think a lot of people too. think about Pearl Jam, like they don't really know anything besides like the Jeremy. first record or the first three. Yeah. And they and, and they kind of put them into the grunge scene as like one of the, oh, yeah, they're just like, or like, it's, it's kind of funny. Like you look at Eddie Vedder or even Lane Staley and be like, yeah, those guys ruined music. Like they invented chin rock and that's why we have Creed and Saliva and Shine Down and all this bullshit. And it's yeah. like, but really those guys, dude, listen to them. Like forget Godsmack and all that crap. Like, Dude, those guys were awesome. Like, like, Fuck. dude, like Alice and James no, and like still, Pearl Jam. Like, what is, they're the only that's band a- that's like still really going and like still. They always kept true to themselves and did a lot of cool shit and stayed like indie in a way, even though they were a huge band. Yeah, you know? they mean, were fuck, popular yeah. about actually selling out, right? Right. Yeah. But like, but also like, if you, oh yeah, and their fans like, I think they did a show at the Boston Garden. And like they did, they did. They get they gave their fan clubs like first priority for tickets. That was and the thing the show for fucking, years. The show's sold out, dude. Then had a yeah. second night because just the fan club filled in arena. Yeah. It's crazy. So like, that was always but if you really listen to them, like, dude, their music is so evolutionary. Like, it's not like every album sounds like ten. It's not right. like yeah. that at all, man. Like they got they, way different see, shit. I saw they them live a lot. They player. never played the same set, you know, on a yeah. tour. Like I saw them like back to back on a couple of tours, like a few nights, and dude, different set list every night. Like, you know, you have the staples or whatever that are in there, but yeah. there's always some new shit. So I always love it when bands do that, by the way. When they do a different set every yeah. night on tour. Because I've seen Maiden four times, five times, and three of those times, it's been the same set. Well, dude, you yeah. gotta, like, you can't... It's logistics, what, what, though. You yeah, gotta, it is for them, for them. Right. I mean, dude, they have, like, they're changing 70 or 80 songs, song. right? Yeah, that too. If, if they throw a different song in the works, the whole show falls apart. Somebody could get killed. Yeah, with the giant you know? animatronic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but, but, like, you know, Metallica will kind of, they're able to do that every night, and they're, they're, like, I read an interview with, like, their lighting guy, and he's, like, you just got to know every song and you got to be ready. Like, it's not like they do it on the fly, but like, they'll call them that day, you know? Right. And be yeah. Like, those, the, hey. the big G and R thing was like that, you know, supposedly those fucking guys, like their crew would just be like, well, let's see what happens tonight. You know, like, like I was recently? watching a thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like back in the day, but I was okay. watching a thing with slash and guitar tech and the guy's been with him since 88. And he's like, has a monitor backstage and ha- watches him. Cause he does all this switching. So he like oh, knows right. when he's going to fucking go to a clean thing or like if they decide to go on a tangent or he ex- extends the intro to, whatever song for a lot he knows it's just so well you know that he's like watching them see, see what he's can doing you imagine what that's now. like can you imagine what that's dude, like dude that guy can't take a-, a break 
man. He's no, like, yeah, but you get to be no. totally. What if you're the Slash though? You get to just be totally drunk all the time and like be like, <laughs> like, no, you're just like, I'm gonna play what I want in the stadium and like some guys just gonna follow me around and make sure I don't trip over my cord and like, hey, like tell me he's gonna tell me to put a shirt on when it starts to rain and like he's gonna like like oh I'm not near my wall pedal and there's a guy over there like, yeah, yes, that. Like the, uh, the stage drops for like the walls for like Kirk and shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, I saw a I video know, I on there's that. There's a fine so. line between that. Like I love, we all love the theatrics and having a great show, but you know, we've done it. We've tried to do that before where like yeah. we try to stick to a set and always at some point it's just, we kind of, you know, it gets tedious every night or we get bored. We want to play something new because yeah. we can. That's the fun part about this band. Hey, but I'll say this. I was thinking about it, guys. And like the ne- when we tour again, I think we should like, we should just, I think we should bring like Andrew out again or somebody like that. Like just for the, for the lights, like somebody that really knows the shit. We should fuck with the set every night, dude. We should. Like we always have our certain blocks of songs like that work well together. Right, you know, and, yeah, like, not, the, yeah. the beginning and the ending and shit, but like, we should have different ideas of like different kind of way places to go with shit, you know? And like even whole blocks of songs just be like, fuck it. These four tonight here, you know, like I think it'd be fucking cool. Cause like, you know, like I do understand the big production thing, but like we do have production, but not, not to the point where we can't. Yeah. You're not, we're not playing a clip. Not, yeah. Nothing is like, you know, we don't we don't have no. a show that follows a certain thing where it's all clicked out yeah. and you know, none of that. Right. And, and like, we know we there's do... fans out there that will want to see us multiple times and dude, that's the best thing to give them. Yeah. Is like, yeah. Hey, yeah. You know? yeah. Yep. And like at this point, like not playing for so long, we will I know for sure we will not play again until at least September twentieth in front of people. Right. I just kinda oh yeah, by the way, yeah. I just heard that guys. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The exclude uh, the band gets an exclusive, exclusive. on this show. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but no. Uh, so I know when we go play again, like I think, man, I just want to have fun. Like I want to have fun, and like when you're trying to play the same set every night on a tour, it does get like you're like fuck. Like yeah, it becomes mechanical, dude. At one point, I remember not even needing a. Set. Well, what are you gonna do if there's a guy in front of you? You know what do you what do you do when there's somebody right in front of you or a crowd yelling something out? It's like, you can't do it. You're not going to do it. Doesn't that feel shitty? You know, they mean the best thing is to give them the song that they want and see how worse and stoked the they are. Like, that's thing, the sh- yeah. rewarding. The, sh- the shittiest thing was before <laughs> you were in the band, before you were in the band and we had a guitar player that couldn't do it. That sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, wait, what was the, where, where yeah. was it when the guy kept yelling out the same, oh, uh, Wasted years, like from the <laughs> first song, dude. Like from the beginning of the set, like right. And you know what the best part like, was? Like, was because he was so because he was so ridiculous Hammer. about it. We never even played it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, being yeah. that asshole that's only there to hear that song, you know. Wow. Yeah, I'm like don't ever say band. free bird. Oh, uh, yeah. It, you know, <laughs> I I read something somewhere where they were like, you know. If anybody ever comes to a show and yells Freebird, the person who yells it should be very aware. If the band can play it, to play it as long as possible. So the asshole who yells it is well known that he's going to get a 23-minute version of the fucking song. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. We should. Ar- I mean, Ar- I mean, Armand already knows it. I know sure, it. But yeah, yeah we've right. played it before. <laughs> for sure. Uh, and you do, maybe we could get three, you could do three guitar changes on this outro solo. 
Oh, right. shit. Yeah. yeah, that'd be oh. cool. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. Jarvis, Dustin, Armand, Night Demon. Guys, thank you so much. On the way out today, cool. what's a song that you guys want me to play from you all? Play Fisteria. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yep. yeah. And I'll, I'll go, and go ahead, and you could preface it and say, if you check, just watch the video if you can. Like, there's a music video for it, and the definition of the song, of the name, yeah. is at the beginning. And you could just quote that. Because a lot of people are saying, we're, we're getting a lot of criticism from people that actually don't listen to the words, you know? And they think that we're calling, like, we're, we're like wearing the tinfoil hat on this virus. And we're really not. What we're saying with this song is that, or you could just quote me here, but like what we're saying with this song is that the fucking media is trying to instill fear in the public and get keep their ratings up, and they're not doing anything to help get through this thing. They're fucking making it worse, and they're confusing everybody, and they're not trying to help anybody. They're just trying to fucking control people, and that's fucking bullshit, and that's what that song's about. Definitely. It's not about... It's not well, about yeah. some fucking conspiracy or us saying that, like, hey, nobody's getting sick or anything like that. It's not about that. It's like, hey, don't fucking don't use the words no hope. Just turn off the TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, start so. thinking about it how you would want to think about it. And I think collaborating on that song together all the way through is what it, the way it comes out. And it's something that I think all three of us can really agree on. And it's not like it's not a political stance. It's just how we feel as a collective and how we're affected by this whole thing and how we're unaffected by it at the same time, you know? Right, right. Absolutely. And the thing is, is, you know, the media is notorious for blowing shit out of proportion. So thank you guys again for coming on the show. This is Vesteria from Night Demon.
Hey everybody, thank you for tuning into the Metal Forge this week. I really appreciate every last one of you that listens. But before I go any further, I do want to tell you that we do have a Patreon page here. And there's three tiers. There's the Dion and Dirty Dollar tier. It's just a buck. Hey, you're not going to miss a buck. Nobody does. Then there's the $5 Showstoppers tier, which you get a patch, stickers, whatever we have that's in that price range. And then there's the $20 a month Master, where you can get a t-shirt, any size, any color of the Metal Forge logo. Fuck yeah. That's awesome stuff. Oh, and by the way, if you donate on there, guess what? You get the show two days in advance from everybody else. Thank you all so much. It's patreon.com slash Metal Forge Radio. Check it out and donate today. I love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> 